This is Billy Rowe from Jet Boy and Buck Cherry, and you are watching CMS TV. the best uh iron maiden band that uh, never was who was that one that is addict demons yeah we like those guys yeah those are good dudes man all right i don't really know how much you or i can add to this whole vinnie vincent thing right i mean we weren't there obviously if if we had done the show last week Mm-hmm. We might have had more to say, but I think that uh, a lot of the internet people have really beat this thing to death. Yeah, I, I don't have a whole lot to say about it. I know the fans want our reaction, and I'll give that. That's fine. But I, I don't have a whole lot to add. I, I, I don't have a whole lot to add. I did, I did watch the interview. I did listen to a little bit of the Eddie Trunk stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna say that. Uh, you know, aside from the obvious that uh, Vinny kind of looks odd. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean that's that's just that's an understatement. Without getting into the whole really bashing, but he, he, the guy just looks odd. I mean, I mean just just his whole look. I mean, obviously, he had a, a odd look in the 80s and the 90s. Yeah. Which just carries over. I mean, obviously, he's much older. Mm-hmm. I think the only I think the only uh, comment that I have is is the. I don't know what the, the weight gain, mm-hmm. you know, it's just it's just strange. I know the guy, you know, at least listening to his his Q&A and his interview and his all that, he obviously has had some tough times. Yeah. Especially with the relationships and all that kind of stuff. But the whole dead dog thing, mm-hmm. that, that to me out of the whole thing was just very odd that his ex-wife, came to the house three weekends in a row and the exact same thing happened where she ran over dogs. Right. And then he, because the ground was so cold and hard that they couldn't bury him. So he put him in the freezer. Right. To preserve him until the ground was soft enough to bury him. You're not buying that story. It's just bizarre. I mean, (laughs) again, I, I don't know. I wasn't there. I can't really say, but to me, that's just weird. Right. You you would just for me, if it was me, and everybody's different with their animals. Sure. Some some people hold their animals in higher regard than humans. Sure. I know you know one guy who's like that. Mm-hmm. Sure. But if that was really the case, and this is Tennessee. Okay. I don't think Tennessee gets I know Tennessee gets cold, but it doesn't get, you know, to the point to where the ground is like rock. When it's right. cold down there. And if you're going to go out there and bury a hole and, or I mean, dig a hole and bury an animal, mm-hmm. I mean, it's not that hard, but regardless, 
But to have dead animals stored away in your freezer because it's too cold to bury them. Yeah. That was a very odd story. Not buying that one? I'm not saying I'm not buying it, but I just find it odd. And and to find and to have his former wife or significant other or whatever the hell she was mm-hmm. show up there three weekends in a row and run over animals. <laughs> Whoops. I, I don't know. That just 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 something just very chaotic about that whole thing. Very di- obviously very dysfunctional. Sounds to me like she had the right idea. <sighs> so, you know, hearing those stories, it's just like are are you at a point that you're so helpless in your life and so despondent in your life that you would allow this kind of activity to go on week after week after week? Apparently. I don't know. Maybe some people get to that point. I don't know. I, mm-hmm. I But I know how I would react to it personally, and I just think it was odd. Right. You know, so I'm not going to comment on the obvious because everybody and their brother has already done that. But it's just strange yeah no i agree i don't i don't believe the story i'll I'll say for a record i ain't buying that story you you can you can say it's odd i'll say straight out i think it's i think he's making it up okay he killed the fucking dogs that's my thought i don't have any proof of it but just thinking that he killed the dogs makes a whole lot more sense than she just happened to be there three weeks in a row, and they happened to be run over and couldn't get buried. She left the no- door open, and she as yeah. she backed out of the driveway, she ran them over. And all I had was a snow shovel, so I couldn't dig a hole. Stop. Enough. Yeah, I, I'm not buying it. That's me. I don't have to. You know. I mean, that's that's just my 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 thought is that part's not true. Yeah that 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 was very bizarre. Yeah. Chokely. <laughs> 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 yeah, like that. Wow. Um, the appearance thing. Uh, I have no problem with him gaining weight. He looks like he did back then, just fatter. Um, and he gets he gets negative points though for coming out in a Hillary Clinton pantsuit. He just does. This is your first time you've been out in twenty two fucking years. If ever there was a time to try to look rock this would have been it don't you think and it's not like it would be such a tremendous stretch for him to come out in a pair of jeans and a leather jacket or a jean jacket you know because it would be one thing if he came out trying to look like Vinnie Vincent 1987 that I think would be okay if he was all teased up even if he's fat you know, whatever. If he was all teased up but trying to do that look still, that would be fine. Or if he's trying to come out like regular guy, that would be fine. But this coming out with this fucking pantsuit that fucking Hillary Clinton threw away when the election was lost <laughs> is like retarded. It, 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 it was a ridiculous look. And I, I know that I've listened to every fucking podcast because every Kiss podcast is going crazy about this Vinny thing. And they're all saying the same thing. It's just so sad that people are making fun of the way Vinny looked and who should care and why does anybody... You know what? The guy hid for 20 fucking years and then came out dressed like Hillary Clinton. Yeah. Yeah. That's going to be a, a topic. And it and 
I, personally, I could give a shit. Transitioning, whatever, don't care. You know, I, I had somebody that was there that texted me and said, definitely transitioning. I had other people tell me, definitely not. So who knows? Yeah. What what I find sad is that you had three days of Q&A and nobody asked the question. The fuck? Now, I get that they're all fucking kiss, kiss hardcores that were there. But that question has to be asked. You know, that question has to be asked. Sorry, but you're looking the part, dude. You're looking like Vicky Vincent. So someone has to ask the question eventually. Now, did you watch any of his interviews or whatnot? I did. Do, is it just me or do you get the impression that the reason, the real reason that he has disappeared is because he just is weak. And, and by weak, I mean, no chance in hell could barely handle the stress of it back in that day. Certainly could not handle the stress of it now with fucking the internet and, and how vicious people are online. Do, do you think that that's fair? Yeah, I, I agree because he did mention that numerous times in his interview about, about how harsh people can be and how mean people can be and this and that and yeah in a perfect world would would that be the most desirable situation to where people weren't as critical sure but is but but this is the real world yeah and because of that i don't think there's ever going to be another vinnie vincent invasion do you no of course not i don't think he's ever going to be a performer again that's my that's Again, I have no inside knowledge at all, but I, I mean, I know he said all that, you know, spur of the moment. He's like, oh, if the fans want me back, I'll be back. But I don't buy it. I don't buy that he could handle it. I don't, I just don't buy it. To, you know, he was, he was shielded by the world of Kiss, one of the most insulated bands ever and couldn't handle it. What's he going to do with you know, he's not going to get huge money to come back as the Vinnie Vincent invasion. Of course not. So he's not going to have enough money to, to insulate himself. So he's going to have to go out there, what him and his attorney. And he thinks that that's going to be enough to keep him protected from the real world. No chance. I, I don't see that happening at all. Um, another, another point, And I had somebody that plays guitar actually email me or I was emailing back and forth with this person and, and they agreed with me on this. I don't think he can play guitar anymore. Did you did you watch when he played? Yeah, he he did not seem all that comfortable. It, it, I mean, he he claimed in his interview yeah, that know. he pay, plays seven hours a day. He looked like he hadn't held a guitar in years. I agree. I he did not look comfortable holding a guitar, let alone playing it. Yeah, and then and then when the uh, controls and things were not correct. No. He did not instinctively know to fix something. Yeah. He had to ask his his tech or his roadie to come over and and make adjustments on, you know, for him. Mhm. So, yeah, yeah, I agree with you. It it didn't seem very natural for him. Yeah, I didn't think I didn't think it, he looked like he sure didn't look like he plays fucking what, 7 49 hours a week. No. He didn't look like he's played 49 hours since he last was seen. You know, he just didn't look the part. Now, maybe maybe he was nervous or whatever, and that goes back to the other point about, you know, can he handle it? If he was so nervous that he could barely strum a guitar, 
then what's he going to do when there's, you know, 1,500 people in front of him? You know, is he going to get comfortable with that or what? I don't know. I, I think in the end, we're going to see him again in April, and then he's gone. What do you think? I think he's going to show up for the Gene Simmons vault vault thing that he said he's going to do, and then we're not going to hear from him again. And this bullshit about that box set, do you, do you, did you hear that? Yeah. He's going to... He's going to send, I still have you guys' addresses, and I'm going to send you two copies. Of, shut up. First of all, it was 15 years ago. Half the people probably don't even live in the same place. That's the first thing. And secondly, he's, come on. He said that he said it's in production again. Well, where was it the first time that was supposedly done, and you took everybody's money? You know, he just glossed over that. It didn't have any kind of an answer for that. Just was like, oh, you know. Things happen. No, things don't happen. Refund the money, dummy. So I don't know. I mean, again, I'm not a Kiss fan. I'm, I'm, I take that back. I'm not a hardcore Kiss fan. They're very much a peripheral band for me. I could take them. I could leave them. My favorite album is Asylum. Take that for how big of a Kiss fan I am. It's kind of right in the middle, you know. Um... I just don't see, I don't see Vinnie Vincent as a, as this big, this big superstar. The guy's only in fucking Kiss for a year and a half. Yeah. Right? So I don't understand why he's regarded as this legend. I didn't especially love the Vinnie Vincent invasion. And because of all that, I don't have, I don't have this benefit of the doubt thing that it seems like all the Kiss fans have. I'm glad that the Kiss fans got what they wanted and Vinny showed up, which that was a, you know, people wondered if that was going to happen. You know, I'm glad he showed up and it seems like everybody that was there, every every person that I know that was there, whether they're podcasters or just friends of mine or whatever, all said that it was a great time, that they had a great time and Vinny, you know, gave them what they wanted or what they were hoping for. So on that level, I'm happy that that the people that care the most about that got what they were wanting but now this whole expectation that this guy's going to come back and be a rock star that's a fucking joke no it's that that train already left the station years ago yeah uh, there's no there's no possible way it's just not going to happen so that's really all i got you know i don't have a whole lot on vinnie vincent no i mean i i did hear a lot of crying in my beer oh from him yeah well, he seemed to have an answer for everything, that's for sure. Yeah. But, you know, I guess when you have 22 years to come up with it, <laughs> you know, how much was the meet and greet with Vinnie Vincent? I think it was 250 That's what I think. I'm, I'm not positive of that, but, you know, I found it funny that, you know, Eddie, did you hear Eddie's podcast? Well, we, we do have we do have some Eddie audio here, but, but what, what's your <laughs> What's your point here? He was stroking himself something fierce. Oh, I know. Oh, my goodness. As you heard here and only here on Trunk Nation, you know, I did the first interview with, with Vinnie Vincent. And I waited. And I wasn't sure that he was going to come on before my show ended. But thankfully, 
I was able to bring you. He literally said it that way too. I was able to bring you Vinnie Vincent. Shut up. Derek Christopher brought Vinnie Vincent. You just happen to have a booth. Shut up. And again, don't hate on Eddie, but Jesus Christ, dude. Enough with the I, I, I. You didn't fucking bring Vinny anything. You wanted to interview Vinny. Your show's big enough that they let you. You didn't provide anything there. Stop it. Yeah, you weren't instrumental in making this happen. Yeah, no. You you were you were a performer that was there and you had a show. And you're you, I'll give you the props you're due. You're the biggest, you're the biggest radio show guy that was there. And you're the, you know, and, and he's a big kiss fan and good for him. You know, I'm, I'm glad he got that interview, but dude, just stop with the, with the, I brought you, <laughs> stop it. No, Vinny sat next to you and answered your questions just like he did other fans. And just like he will, if he actually does something just like he'll do with, he'll make the podcast run. On this one, you got an you got an interview first. Congratulations, but don't make yourself sound like a dumbass or like a you know a, a self-grandizing douche by sitting there saying I did this and I I finally was able to get to the bottom of things with Vinny, and Vinny has agreed to come back on my show to do the two full two hours. Shut up. Vinny's going to do whatever he needs to do if he's going to make this his living. Of course, he'll come back and do your show. He's got to make money. <laughs> show. That's some pretty rough stuff there. <laughs> All right. Well, speaking of Eddie. Yeah. Once again, Ozzy Ace on top of it. Okay. Sent over a audio. Mm-hmm. Eddie Trunk reacts on the transformed looks of Vinny Vincent. Right. So let's see what Eddie has to say. All right. Needless to say, the big news for me coming off of this weekend was scoring this Vinnie Vincent interview, his first interview in 22 years by all accounts. And the photo of me and him and the interview has gone everywhere in the rock world globally. (laughs) (laughs) Please. The photo of me and him. (laughs) Yeah. It was not Vinnie and I. It was me and him. How many people grabbed that picture and sent it around because Eddie was in it? Yeah, it went globally. Okay, if if it would have been a picture of Derek Christopher and and, and uh, Vinny that was taken and and sent out before Eddie did his met with him, would they have waited because they were waiting for the picture with him and Eddie? Right. Stop. Just stop with this me 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 nonsense. Come on, dude. I don't even like, I hate shitting on him because I do enjoy his show. You know, I, I honestly truly do. I think he's a good interviewer. I hate shitting on him, but my God, when he tries to just rope everything into, it's all about trunk. If you're talking classic metal or classic hard rock or whatever, it's like, dude, just stop. You're not that fucking important. If you stop doing it today, the bands would not break up. They would keep going. Just settle down, bro. Jeez. A lot has come out of it. Vinny did do two Q&As and, and uh, Q, Q&A sessions with the KISS fans this weekend in Atlanta. He did a private one for about, not private, but a, a small one for about 100 VIPs right after the interview he did with me. 
course I did. Right after the interview he did with me. They may be VIPs, but they are secondary to me. But I sucked out all the good knowledge before he imparted it to the, you know, the people who paid. I let these people hear it secondhand after me. I gave it to you for free where these dummies paid $250 to hear it secondhand. Because I am Eddie. Yeah, because he just basically regurgitated the same information I had already gotten 20 minutes earlier. I got it first and then allowed Vinny to go speak to this other riffraff. <laughs> so the chain of events where he, the very first thing he did was with me. Of course first. it was. We get it. You're the first one. Let me let me recap here with a chain of events. Let me give you a synopsis in order. First, Vinnie Vincent meets me. Next, Vinnie Vincent sits down next to me. Third, Vinnie Vincent answers questions from me. Fourth, I don't care because it didn't involve me. Right. Then he walked over to another room, did 100 VIPs, a Q&A with them. And then did the Q&A with everybody in the main room, which was the main day of the KISS Expo on Saturday. So basically, I took precedence first. I was bigger than the attendees of the KISS Expo. I was more important. Everyone was subordinate to me. Thank God I was there to bring Vinnie Vincent to those of you that couldn't be here. Before those of you that could be here. In fact, there were people in line in the other room that had headphones on and were listening to me so that they could get the information before Vinny came in the room. What do you think of that? (laughs) I think a thousand people was the figure I heard that was the most they could fit in the ballroom. (laughs) If you saw some of the YouTube video. Vinny also uh, impromptu picked up an acoustic guitar. Robert Fleischman was one of the guests there who sang on the first Invasion album. He kind of jumped up and did a little song with him. And you heard what you heard during the interview that I did. You've no doubt heard and seen YouTube video from the public Q&As, which was hosted. The the public Q&As on the stage. Look at that picture Kendall Peters put in the chat room. Fucking hysterical. I'm stealing that one. That is perfect. I'm keeping that one. <laughs> so good. That is really good. Wow. The guy who ran that and who was doing the interviews, his name is Derek Christopher. He's the guy who was the promoter for the whole weekend. And he's the guy that got Vinnie Vincent out of hiding to do this. With so me. all I did... Because he was, you know, Vinny felt comfortable on stage with with him because this guy made Vinny look thin. (laughs) Yeah, I will say that's true. But do you think Eddie's talking about doing the expo or doing the interview with him? Derek Christopher's the guy that made him do this thing. What thing is he talking about? You think he's talking about the whole expo? The whole expo, I'm sure. 
I don't know. It is Eddie, so he might just be talking about his interview. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and the only time I personally spent with Vinnie Vincent was what you heard on the air. The 20 minutes I had with him on this show on Friday. And that's After important. that, I did not see him, interview him, talk to him, engage with him in any way the rest of the weekend because he was doing his signings, he was busy with stuff, and the interviews for the Q&As were conducted by Derek, who put the whole thing together. So he gave the props to Derek. Yeah, he did. At least he threw his name in there. <laughs> so... And, and and listen, let's address the elephant in the room, if you will. What would that be, Eddie? What would that be? Any thoughts, Chris? What is the what? elephant in the room? I don't know. Um, that he's a tranny. Okay. Because there were a lot of the, the great majority of people who have seen the photos, seen the videos, heard the interviews have been asking me about Vinnie Vincent's appearance. Just being honest, this is what's out there and being circulated. I understand that there were a lot of rumors about Vinnie Vincent, and if he was uh, transitioning, if he was living his life as a man or a woman, and those have been reinforced by his appearance at the KISS convention. They were reinforced? Apparently. Ed can't say, can't say, yeah, he looked like a tranny. Yeah, they were reinforced. Yeah. Uh, to Eddie's me, that never... just sounds like Ed saying, yeah, I agree with everybody. It looks like a tranny. Yeah, that's what, he's, that's what he's saying without saying it. Yeah. To the credit of all the KISS fans that were at the expo itself, it was a non-factor and not a question that came up at all, ever. I wonder why. Because no one had the balls to ask him. That's probably the that's probably the reason. That's one. Nobody had the balls to ask it. Everybody's afraid of getting kicked out if they did. Exactly. That's why. That's why. Fill the room. Put put ten journalists in there for an actual press conference, and I'll bet you that's question number one or two. Don't you think? You would have to think so. If there's no fear or concern that that there's any repercussion. Yeah. Uh, yeah, somebody was going to ask that question. Of course. I mean, uh, but look at look at Eddie. The guy spent twenty minutes with the guy one on one, and he's bringing this up on his national radio show and say, yeah. "Hey, let's address the elephant in the room." Yeah. Mm-hmm. Afraid to actually say it, but that's okay. See, here's here's the thing with Eddie, and this is where I'm going to give him a little bit of I'm going to give him a cut him some slack here. As as much as we're having fun goofing on him a little bit. I will I will give him the appropriate slack on this. First and foremost, Eddie is a KISS fan. No, there's no questioning that, right? No, not at all. I mean, he's much more of a KISS fan than he is a radio personality. Don't you think? He's his he's more of a fan than he is an objective as far as KISS goes. Right. I agree. He's much more of a fan than he is an objective personality for for like this this type of a situation do you agree with that i would agree with you yes and because of that he didn't want to be the one to ask and and fucking upset vinnie vincent he didn't want to be the one to say dude 
you look like, are you, should I call you Vicky? <laughs> he didn't want to be that guy. He was scared to death to actually ask that question because he's such a fan of kiss that for him, it would be, it would be terrible if Vin, if Vinny got up and stormed out. You, you know what I mean? He would be the one to be blamed. That's, that's how I'm taking this is that he's still a fan first. And because of that, he had that same excitement and that same energy that all the people at, that were at the expo had for them in, in the world of history, as it's called, this was like the biggest thing since fucking what Mark St. John died, you know, or, or Eric Carr died or something. I mean, what, what's bigger in the last 30 years of kiss than this, them taking off the makeup. I what honestly what what would you say would be a bigger kiss moment? Just the reunion. The reunion, okay, and that was even twenty years ago, right? Yeah, that 96, was in ninety six. Yeah, so it's twenty two years. <clears throat> so literally, since the reunion, this is the biggest thing that's happened to Kiss for fans of Kiss. Unless you want to talk about the removal of Ace and Peter from the. Nah, you know, the that was a second timer. That was a second time thing. I don't think that's as big as Vinny coming out of absolute hiding. You know, I don't think that's as, you know, this was a member of a, of a major band that fucking, you know, Howard Hughes did. People don't even know if he's alive. So, you know, I, I it's a big deal. And for, for Kiss fans, it's a big deal. And Eddie being a Kiss fan, I'll give him slack that... He didn't have a lot. If he if he'd have done an hour, he better have asked the question. That's that's how I look at it. If he would have done an hour with Vinny, he he has to ask the question, or he's not a good interviewer. Do you agree with that? True. You know, if we did, if we did a half hour with Vinny, first first run, I think we would ask it, but I don't. I think it would be near the end of the yeah, interview. of course, because you, you want to get at least most of your questions out first yeah exactly and 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 it would be a hard it, i mean it, it just being honest it would be a hard one to ask not not that there's any fear or anything of asking a question and having somebody hang up on you or whatever but it still is i mean it's hard to ask somebody it's hard to look at somebody especially if they're not transitioning they just look fucked up and just say hey are you transitioning into a chick you know if you're wrong on that one boy do you feel like a dick no. Well, you know, the, the only way that I, or the only thing that I have to relate to is when I interviewed Mark free slash Marcy free. Right. That was a bizarre interview for me because mm -hmm. he actually did transition. Right. <laughs> you know, but it was very weird. Yeah. And I don't remember. How did you get into that? Well, he talked about it a little bit and then basically talked about how he kind of regretted it. Okay. Because he did that in a time when he was in a personal free fall. Right. But then he got religion. Right. And realized that a lot of his issues could have been solved that if he had had a stronger spiritual resolve. Oh, yeah. Could have kept his cock if he found the Lord. More or less, yeah. Wow. Yeah, that would suck. <laughs> God damn. Yeah, if, if he had if he had 
you know, been able to find some kind of a spiritual, uh, a resolve and reckoned with himself and whatever, he may not have gone down that road. Right. But he was so desperate to find something, some kind yeah. of an answer to his personal torment mm-hmm. that he felt that that was his only uh, avenue. Okay. And then after he had already done it, then he right. found his spiritual awakening, as it were, and then right. realized, hey, I probably shouldn't have gone down this road. Yeah. Whoops. Sorry about that. <laughs> All right, let's get back to Eddie. Okay. From the fans in the building, during the Q&As, or anything. Now, that being said, if I would have had more time with him than 20 minutes, eventually there was so much more I wanted to talk about, but I would have gotten around to, to, to discussing it with him. Because clearly, if you appear like that... Um, like what, Eddie? Appear like what? <laughs> He looked perfectly fine to me. Did he? He looked perfectly normal to me. There's There would have been no question in my mind about that. <laughs> what are you trying to say, Eddie? <laughs> sure. Knowing you're coming out into a public setting for the first time in 22 years, where there's going to be millions, not millions, but tons of photos and video of you, then that's your statement, so to speak. That being said... He also was still Vinnie Vincent, signing as Vinnie Vincent, and talking as Vinnie Vincent. So, As opposed to what? Vicky. <laughs> okay. Veronica. So it's not my place or anybody else's place to assume anything or to make that a factor unless Vinnie wanted to and unless he wants to address it. And if Vinnie would have come and said... I, I disagree. I absolutely disagree with him there. He's public figure. He looks fucking odd. It, it is absolutely part of the equation to ask. In in today's in today's environment, it's absolutely a question to ask. I, I think Eddie is dead wrong on that. You know, it, if Vinny wants to talk about it, no, he has to talk about it. That's part of the deal of being a celebrity. Is that your door is open? I mean, he could say no comment. But the question should still be posed to him, especially coming out in Hillary Clinton's clothes. <laughs> hey, I'm now going, you know, refer to me as or whatever. That would be one thing. But he was still Vinnie Vincent. And he was still talking about Vinnie Vincent, still signing Vinnie Vincent, still responding to Vinnie Vincent. Well, why would he respond or sign anything different? Because that's the only way people know who he is or, you know. No, I mean nobody. Nobody went there saying, "Hey, I hope I get a Vicky Vincent, uh, <laughs> you know, autograph." Right. Nobody thought that. No. And he came there as Vinnie Vincent, appearing as Vinnie Vincent. Yeah, and and I mean I, it, this is one of them weird. This is one of those because the world is so fucked that it's actually a topic, but. You know, if he'd have come out at the beginning and said, yeah, you know, I, I have transitioned. My new name is, um, you know, Veronica or whatever, then, you know, then then it's a different story. But he the reason this is a topic is because of the clothes, not the fucking look. 
I, I think I, I don't think it's it's the way his like his face or his hair or his body looked. I think it's the clothes. Don't you? I think, I, I, think it, I think it has to do a little bit of of the, you know, the body because he kind of has that, uh, you know, kind of has like an old lady look to him. Yeah, but he always did. He, he always looked like a chick. Yeah. When did Vinny not look like a chick? True. He, I mean, in, in the heyday, he looked like a girl. And, you know, especially in those Vinnie Vincent invasion pictures. Jesus Christ. You know, but. Again, he didn't set any kind of precedent. There was all, for as much as he says, I've never been on the internet or I don't go on the internet or whatever. He knows that there's that rumor out there that he transitioned. No question about it. He knows that that's a rumor that's out there. And then coming out and not looking, either not wearing a dress or not wearing some butch clothes but going with the almost feminine or I mean, feminine, I mean, that pantsuit was pretty feminine. No, <laughs> you know, I mean, it's like, it's like power female look, but he, he came out in power female. So of course that's going to be a topic. Of course, that's something people want to know the answer to. He came out dressing like the chick that was trying to be the first presidential female. So answer the fucking question. Stop tap dancing around it. Look at that gif in the chat room from Kendall. I am the elephant in the room. <laughs> <laughs> Too funny. God damn. So some of the stuff online has been incredibly harsh. I understand you know, people are going to have their fun with this, but it's one of the reasons why the guy probably disappeared for 22 years. But I'll say I this. I don't think that's the reason the guy disappeared for 22 years. Oh, I go, I'd say what I said before. He disappeared because he couldn't handle it. Yeah. The people in the building at that Kiss Expo were happy and embraced him for what he is and for the fact that he came back. What do you mean for what he is? They embraced him for what he is. Yeah, an androgynous, you know, creature. Okay. Apparently, I mean, what, 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 what is Eddie trying to say? Yeah. Well, that's kind of my point. It's like, what, what is he trying to say? Are you saying chick? Are you saying? Are you saying dude? Yeah. Pick one, Ed. Back, and he's starting to talk and play a little bit, and if and when he wants to talk about what's going on with him, uh, we'll talk about it. But right now, it's uh, it was a non-factor, and there were so many other things to get to, and I'm not going to assume anything one way or the other. All right. <laughs> yeah, because you do a show that's fucking vanilla. Yeah. And that's fine. More power to you. Bigger than us. It's a non-factor. Huh? Well, it's working for Ed. You know, he does vanilla, vanilla everything, and that's bigger than what we are because we actually offer an opinion. <laughs> piss off half the fucking audience half the time sure. especially on this right i can guarantee you that by not fucking saying well it's great that Vinny's out there and blah blah, blah. i guarantee you by the fact that we're not doing that tonight although i don't think we're killing him but you know i i guarantee you i'm gonna get all kinds of fucking hate this week from kiss people when this thing hits I mean, oh, you guys are dicks it doesn't matter what he is, man. He's the greatest guitarist ever. He saved Kiss, man. 
Which that's a whole nother myth. Yeah. That whole he saved Kiss. Stop it. Do you really think he saved Kiss? I just think that it was a time when, you know, they were in transition and he just happened to be the guy that came along at that time. Yeah. I mean, uh, he wrote some good songs. I won't say that he didn't write some good songs, but I'll tell you what, dude. I was listening to Vinnie Vincent Evasion 1 today because I'll be honest. Back in the day, I did not pay any attention to Vinnie Vincent Evasion <clears throat> the the former guitar player from Kiss for a year that was not intriguing to me at all, so I really didn't pay attention to those records. So I, I was really listening to it um, today. Man, that motherfucking guy overplayed in every solo. Of course, holy shit! Every single solo was like many notes as he could possibly jam into twelve bars. Yeah, it was definitely it was definitely a Jizzy Pearl description of weedly 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 weedly. Oh yeah. <laughs> Too much. Yeah. Hail and kill caller, you're on the air. Hail and kill, boys. This is Jackal. Hey, what's up, Jackal? I just have a couple little comments on this. All right. Um, well, try not to I, be mean and not try not to be hateful and hurtful because Vinny might be listening. Oh, I'm not <laughs> going to be hurt or hateful. I, I kind of agree with Chris. The only thing that really bugged me was. The clothes he came out on, it did look like some chick's pantsuit. Well, it was Hillary Clinton's pantsuit. I think Chris made that clear. Well, I guess <laughs> so. But, but but the whole thing, why is everybody busting on him? I mean, you know, to me it's like, well, whatever. If he is a chick, if he isn't a chick, to me it was about the music. And as far as his stories, you know, that dog story and stuff, uh, I don't know about that, but... I don't know. I just think, you know, personally, I didn't care for Kiss at that t- time when he was in. Um, but I thought the Vinnie Vincent, the first couple albums were, the Invasion was pretty good. I, I just don't understand all the busting on him. And who cares if he's a fucking whatever, you know? It's, it'd be like me saying, well, I ain't going to listen to Priest anymore because Rob's gay. He is? Like, what the what? Well, it's like, what? What the, what did, the fuck? What did you say? Rob is gay. <laughs> That's what I've heard. Uh, Let me I, delete these right now. I, I, I am going into the CMS music files and deleting those immediately. Oh man, don't do that. Oh, I, 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 I'm going to answer your question though, Jackal. In seriousness, okay. the reason the reason people care is because it was rumored out there for a while. And uh-huh. for a long while, it's been rumored, and it's never been addressed. And well, uh, yeah. he could have addressed it. See, this, and, and this goes back to what I was saying before about the fucking clothes. He could have uh-huh. addressed it without saying a word if he wore a denim jacket and a pair of blue jeans. Right, right. He didn't uh-huh. address it. He, he actually made it more of a question by appearing in chick clothes. Yeah, I, I see your point. It's just like, I, I, you know, to me, with the world the way it is today, it's like, well, whatever, you know? I mean, am I going to stop see, listening to this or that because of somebody's whatever? No, I'm dude, not. Dude, you say that, but then all you got to do is look no further than what's one of the biggest websites in the entire world right now, TMZ. We're in a TMZ oh. social media world. Everything's yeah. an issue. 
everything's an issue now. It's not only about the music anymore. It's not. I, 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 you know, I, you're right. I mean, I, I guess I'm old school, and bit, that's pretty much all I give a shit about is the music. But, sure. you know, it just says, you know, I, I don't know. I, to me, it's just like they, they're making a big deal out of it. Like, And I know that's the way of the world now, but whatever. Well, and here, here's the interesting thing to me that they're making a big deal about it. And again, I say this from a place where I'm not a huge Kiss fan. I mean, I, I don't hate them, but I don't... I, they're never my first choice, ever. Right. You know, I've, no, I've seen them either. half a dozen times or whatever. I've seen them a bunch of times, but I'm just not a huge fan. But here's, yeah. here's where this becomes a bigger issue. Because Vinnie Vincent went away for all those years and hid is the only reason that this is a big story right now. And to yeah. prove that point, Bruce Kulick is not regarded as shit. And that guy was in the band 12 times longer than Vinnie Vincent. Right, right. And people do you, do don't even think, talk about him. Well, let me ask you this. Do you think, uh, this is what I thought, because I watched that interview, and, I, and you know, I've read about all the shit that's been this last week. Do you sure. think... They might have said something to the fans before they brought him out. Don't ask that question, or you will get thrown out of here. I know that they did not. Okay, okay. I just wondered if maybe they said something, you know, don't ask that question. Dude, the, the, the reason the question wasn't asked was the cost of the ticket. Oh, yeah. Was it like 250 bucks or something? Yeah, if you spend $250, do you want to get kicked out? Fuck no. You know, you pay two fifty for a three day expo and you get kicked out of the fucking place? Yeah, right. Nope. No. Because you asked him if he cut his dick off? Nah. Yeah. Nobody's gonna that, do that's that. just something I thought wonder wondered if they may you know, because I've been the tapings of stuff that were on T V back in this is years ago, but sure. where they actually came out and said, Okay, good guy this was for actually wrestling, believe it or not. Sure. Back when they used to cha- at channel forty three, they Come out, okay, you know, let's hear a big roar like when the good guy comes out, blah, blah, blah. Now, I sure. just wondered if maybe they had said something like that. Nah. No, no, dude, nobody. That, truth be told, the only one that had a chance to ask the question was Eddie. The, right, the right. people, because Eddie, Eddie was the only one that was there that was asking him questions that didn't have anything to lose. Right, but, sure. But, sure. He, did, but he didn't ask it. And that's, yeah. you know, whatever, I get why. I'm not trying to shit on him about not asking the question. Right, but, right. I, I just <laughs> thought it was, you know, this is such a, I mean, I know it's a big deal, but maybe it's just me personally. I just don't think it's that big a deal. I don't even, you know, I mean, I, what other band would have a guy in their band for a year and a half in a 35-year, 40-year history? What, Kiss been around 40 years, right? 40 plus so, oh, years. Yeah, they came we, out, what, like, 73? Yeah, yeah something like about that. 73, 74, yeah. So they've been around yeah. however many years. 45 40 years. Plus. And this guy was in the band for 18 months. Right. And it's, and and everybody's going crazy over him? You know, that, that that's right. ridiculous. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It is what it is, I guess. I don't know. No. Nah. I, I, I just didn't think it was such a big... Personally... I, you know, when they came out, that yeah, and you're right, I don't know how, it doesn't look like he's picked up the guitar in a while, and I kind of was thinking well, when they brought that Fleshman out and they did 
those couple of songs, and he said something about their Vinnie Vincent reunion. I said, I'd be up to see that, but will it happen? I don't know. I can't see that happening. No way. I, I think know. that was uh, that was the live energy of the minute. You right, know? right. That was the excitement yeah. of the minute speaking. There's no way. Right. All right. That's pretty much all I wanted to say. <laughs> all right. All right, Jack. All right. Hey, one kill. Fuck you, pal. Hand job. And fuck Thayer. <laughs> he says fuck Thayer, but not Vinnie Vincent. Such conviction in that fuck Thayer. I know. <laughs> so good. Yeah. Well. That's right. what he gets. That's right. what Vinny. That's what Vinny's got right now. That. Yeah. Well, that's that's all I really have to say about the whole Vinny Vincent thing. Yeah, that's enough. I, I mean, there's there's, there's, there, there's really nothing, nothing to really say about it. I mean, the guy obviously has lived a very tortured existence for the last twenty years. Sure. And uh, you know, to come out now for whatever reason, whether it's perhaps an, uh, a chance to maybe make a couple of dollars at his craft. Maybe. But who knows? I mean, I don't know. I, I can't even imagine what this guy lived on for the last 20 years. Well, here and, and here's another thought that makes me think that he's not coming back. They, they make such a big deal about him being this master songwriter. You know, the KISS fans do. That he wrote and was credited on Creatures and and um what was Revenge. Oh, he, he, he he supposedly, you know, added wrote, to Revenge. Yeah, he, he he wrote I Just Wanna and he wrote um Unholy and you know, he was a writer on Lick It Up. So they make this whole point that he was that he was this this master songwriter and I think John Waite did one of his tunes. I'm pretty sure John Waite did like Tears or something on one of his records. Um, so why couldn't this guy, if he really didn't want to be in the public eye anymore, why didn't he just write songs for other people? There's clearly an audience, you know, there's always been an audience for that. You know, there's always been pop bands looking for songs. Yeah. I mean, look at a guy like a Desmond Child made his whole living off of doing that. Yeah. I mean, there, there's always been that that avenue too. Maybe that's what he's been doing, for all we know. I mean, although it sure doesn't look like he's living very well. Doesn't look like he sold too many songs. <laughs> but I don't know. It, the my takeaway from it was: look, I'm glad the Kiss fans are happy, but whatever. You know, I I, I never thought he was amazing before. I never am gonna think he's amazing after. I guess I don't know. He had his time. I like Creatures of the, Creatures of the Night. That's a pretty good record. Lick It Up was pretty cool. All Hell's Breaking Loose is a cool tune. I don't know if he's even credited on that or not, but I like that song. That's about it. Yeah. <laughs> I, like, I don't have a whole lot of Kiss stuff for you. That meme in uh, the chat room that Phil Ooze put in there, I don't know if you scroll back at all. Hotter scroll. than Jennifer. I saw that, yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. They're fans. <laughs> Too funny. Yep. All right. Uh, got a couple of topics here we'll cover, and we're going to wrap it up. All right. Um, 
we talked earlier in the show how, uh, you know, Trump takes the blame for everything out there. Sure he does. And since we're talking about Vinnie Vincent or Vicky Vincent or whatever you want to call him. Mm-hmm. Hang on a minute. Alan Kilcaller, you're on the air. Hey, boys, how you going? Hey, it's Ozzy Ace, uh, the guy who bestowed <laughs> a shitload of stuff on us. <laughs> I haven't caught up with you for a while. I've been busy, but um, it's all good. Yeah, you were busy, like, individually wrapping magazines and shipping them here to the States. Well, I want to just, that's just stuff I had put together for you, and I thought, I've got to get this bloody away from Finale. But anyway. Well, we did a full review of your whole package there, Ozzy. Oh, well, because last week there was no show. I learned that. Well, you can, you can blame Chris for that. You can kick his ass all over the place for that. Okay. <laughs> I agree. I agree with uh, a lot of things that Chris has said. But well, I mean, as much as Eddie didn't want to put uh, the people who paid money, I get that. But come on, some of these common questions, like even with like the contracts that you had on that uh, auction. Well, what, what was the go of the contracts, Vinny? He claims he was only being paid five hundred and fifty a week. Yeah. After tax. And that's why he didn't sign the contract. He said he never wanted to be a partner. He just felt that he was worth more than 550 bucks a week. Okay. Why didn't anyone ask him about the makeup rights? There's two. Eric Carr's and his makeup is uh, registered under his name. Why wasn't that asked? I mean, even the silly question where Paul says in his book that they were sitting around backstage and were eating soup. And Vinny didn't finish his soup, so he puts the rest of it back into the main big bowl. Why didn't yep. you know? Why didn't someone ask him that? You know. Um, well, you know the and, 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 and again, like, this is this is what I was saying, dude. Is people didn't ask the hard questions because they didn't want to get kicked out. They didn't want to be the one to have a problem and get thrown out. They spent too much money to be there. And, you know, the reaction of people is like, how can you be such a dick and ask him questions like that? Boo! Well, he said, he, he said, here I am. I'm going to tell you everything from the heart, the truth. Do you want to hear the truth? You want to, and, and, all right, Vinny, I've heard from three other people about the soup. Yes or fucking no, is it real? But no one would have thought differently of him. No one would have left the room. Why didn't someone, did anyone see him go to the fucking toilet? <laughs> did he go to the men's or ladies, or does that state have a transgender one? I'm sure it has, I'm sure it just had a men's and a women's in an old hotel, but... <laughs> you know, and with regards to that dog story... Yeah. Um, Chris from Des Chris from Decibel Geeks, he um, he actually backed that story up with a news report. So, uh, yeah, I'm I'm a bit fussed about it, but yeah, on a weekly basis, why didn't he know about his wife and whatever? Why didn't anyone ask him about his two daughters? Apparently, he's got two daughters that own a fashion or or a hairdressing nails salon or something like that, I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, I have to admit that the second he walked out, I'm like, come on, Vinny, that's, <laughs> that's weird, you know, yeah, 
and, and and therefore that puts the tranny question back on the table, right? Because he looks so bizarre. Uh, absolutely. Like the second I watch it and so I'm watching, I'm thinking he's going to come out wearing, the, like you said, a jacket, black leather jacket. I didn't care that he was a bit chubby, whatever. But yeah, to to to, to, to be wearing that, I mean. In saying that as well, apparently he tried on Ace Freely's boots when he first had to wear the costume and didn't balance well, so that's why he started wearing those little ladies' high heels, but <laughs> I don't know. Look, and like you said, guys, what it's a coincidence that he's come out and he's made a cash grab out of this. Had he come out five years ago, would have he got the money or... Did he hear about the Kiss Cruise? Ace is going to be on it next year. I mean, I, why is he all of a sudden coming out now? And he ain't been eating fucking ramen noodles either. <laughs> no well, way. I, I mean, I, 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 I do agree with your point, and, and it's, I don't think it's a coincidence that he's back at the same time that Gene has got that vault out there that has songs that Vinny wrote and played on, and and like you said, the Kiss Cruise with with Ace, and you know, would it shock me if Vinny and Ace were on it together, and maybe Kulik as well, you know, and even Thayer, it might be the four guitarists of Kiss. I mean, that yeah, yeah, like a hologram of St. John. <laughs> Would that shock you? It's strange. It's strange. Hey, look, with, with, I saw Gene doing that vault thing, a clip with Ace. Look, if they're putting bygones be bygones, so be it. Why wouldn't you? It's fucking 70 years old. Like, get over it. It's done. And what I felt from Vinny was, he was just saying, why didn't you give us a bit of coin? I mean, let's face it. Four of his songs have been in every fucking show live since 83. I mean, it, it, it's like... Give the fucking guy some money so he can at least throw some fucking meat on the ramen. Well, that's not that's not going to happen. Let's not get crazy here. Gene doesn't give anybody anything. True. True. Well, he's going to get a vault out of it. So anyway, so it's it's uh, it's strange to me, but um, yeah, and I kind of sometimes think he was being offered guitar uh, endorsements when he was in Kiss. Um, I think he was bigger than what Paul was. Paul couldn't. Paul thought this guy's going to overshadow me. Come on. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, Eddie Trunk is making friends with the the bottom of the barrel of Kiss now because Paul and Gene are out. (laughs) At the bottom (laughs) of the barrel. I got to ask you, Ozzy, and, and this came up earlier in the show. How popular is Eddie Trunk over in Australia? Do you know Eddie Trunk just from our show, or do other people that you know listen to Eddie Trunk? Oh, um, my brain knows him. I mean, I've heard about Eddie Trunk since, like, MTV days, so that's and his connection with um, when he started that record company with Ace, um, Megaforce. I mean, that's kind of how I had heard of him. Um, I haven't really spoken to many other people that know about him, but they see articles on the YouTube they go. But as far as how big they think he is, 
here, no one really knows. Right. So who's bigger in Australia, Eddie Trunk or Chris and Neely of the Classic Metal Show? Oh, Chris and Neely, man, come on. <laughs> I've got everyone with that uh, photo of Vicky and Eddie. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, they know about you, all right. <laughs> Mum, mum walks in. If mum pops around, she goes, "You got those two guys? They're always talking when I come in here." <laughs> <laughs> they swear a fair bit, she says. <laughs> anyway, it's all uh, it's all good. Harlan Kill, fuck you, pal. Hand job, and uh, yeah, I'll be in touch. <laughs> That almost sounded like a threat. Yeah, jeez, I'll be in touch. I'll be in touch. Yeah, you better have my money. Right. <laughs> <laughs> there goes Ozzy right. Ace. Yeah, there he goes. Yeah.